What the fuck is up, goons? This is episode 43, Notes of a Goon. I'm your host, Chris, from Brooklyn. I am joined, as always, by my stalwart producer, Michael Harrington. How are you, Mike? Feeling very stalwart, Chris. You're very, you know what? You know how we're starting the show this week? How are we starting the show, Chris? I'm going to tell you something. You were right. Okay. It is, this the, is the first. I walked here from St. Mark's Place to the studio, which is on the Lower East Side. Um, it's the fucking whoring 20s outside, Mike. It's fucking ridiculous. Let me break this down. I have a formula. We've talked about titty meat quite a bit on the show, and I have a titty meat formula for, for uh, how things work in the summertime, right? You get that first wave, and everybody always says that that's the first wave is when you start seeing the titties come out. You just start, you get about 20% titty meat, right? In the spring, yeah. In the spring, you get like about, halter top day. I'm talking about Memorial Day weekend is typically because everybody's trying to compete. Like these fucking West Indian chicks start coming out with like, I'm talking about you're getting anywhere from as soon as Memorial Day hits, the unofficial start of summer, you're getting anywhere from 27% to 30% titty meat from your 20% in the spring. You know what I mean? You're just up to 30% exposed titty meat on a typical summer. Now we're at a full third of titty meat per titty outside right now on some of these fucking hoes out there. It is the fucking whoring 20s in the streets of New York City, bro. And I know we talked about it a couple weeks back where it's probably because they girls don't like to buy new bras. They hope they're going to lose the weight so the titties are po- po- popping out. I don't know what it is, but ladies, we are going to be all fucked up walking around with hard dicks if you don't put the, that fucking titty meat away. All right? I'm getting fucking hungry. I need a loose meat sandwich, Mike. Mm. So you were right. That's how I wanted to sh- start the show. That it, it is ridiculous outside right now. The walk here from the train, I, I saw the equivalent of like 500 full titties. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. There was just so much fucking titty meat. Just fucking every... It's, it's disturbing. Nobody cares about... By the way, no one cares about uh, anything with COVID in New York City anymore. To anybody listening to this that isn't from here... Because uh, sometimes people will ask, like, is it still really bad out there with the restrictions? No one gives a fuck. They tried to do this thing called the Excelsior Pass, Mike. Do you know what that is? No. They basically tried to do a vaccine passport for New York. About a million people signed up for it. I've been out all weekend. No one gives a fuck if you're vaccinated or not. No, no, they do not. No one gives a shit. It's up to every store whether or not they want to let you in. And some, some of these... uh. Some venues are just signing up for this Excelsior thing. My buddy's a musician, and he said I had to sign up for it because he's like, dude, you're not going to be able to do certain comedy gigs without this. And I was like, they better be paying me $1,000 if they want me to enter all my medical information into a fucking app built by the state of New York. (laughs) It's just not happening. I'm not doing it. But so we are back in full force. The The dead city is alive again. It is alive with titty meat. Zombie city. Dude, you will buy titties. Dude, it is fucking Frankenstein fucking shot lightning bolts into the nips of every bitch in this fucking city, and it is just walking dead titty meat all over. I'm talking, Mike, 35, we're hitting 35, you don't even hit 35% in an average July, Mike, you get 33% titty mostly on in general. We're hitting 35% titty meat, Mike, it's not even June yet, it's not June till this morning. Well, I mean, when people are listening, it's June, and by well, that point, are, yeah, by titties that, are out. Dude, at, yeah, at that point, it's fucking Mardi Gras outside. We're throwing beads around. I, oh. We might just have to open a bead wholesaler, Mike. I don't know what else we're going to do, because the titties are going to be out, and we need to keep them out, so we're going to need to start selling beads, Mike. That's a good job for us. Got a better idea. Mm-hmm. Carnival. Just oh. Carnival in the East Village. Just have fucking parades going down East 4th. Fucking bitches with big fat asses and yeah. feathers. Yeah, feathers. I fuck with the feathers. Do you ever go to the uh, Labor Day, the West Indian Day Parade? No. Oh. Uh, but I will this year. <laughs> you probably should. It is It is something else. That's the closest you're going to get to that. You also might get shot. Someone gets shot. Every, do you not know about the West Indian Day Parade? Never heard of it. Down uh, Eastern Parkway in Brooklyn. Dude, anybody who doesn't know about it. And people, dude. I tweeted last year because around Labor Day, West Indians from all over the world come to fucking Brooklyn. And uh, there's this thing called Juve that goes on for about a week beforehand. People get shot during that, and there's parties all over the place. It's just, it gets like, it gets, dude, it gets wild in the streets. Dog, Uh, is that Lizzo? Yeah, all right. (laughs) People are just selling shots of Hennessy on the street. It's fucking crazy. Um, It's Super fun. If you go too deep into the hood, you may get shot. I remember my boy lived across the street from like a club. Oh, this is in Brooklyn? This is in Brooklyn. This is on Eastern Parkway. Holy Every year. shit. Yeah, dude. It's Yo, popping. what is the date on this? Labor Day. Dog. 
I can't believe you don't know this, dude. Live remote. This is how live. This is how live this got. Let I I, I believe a city councilman got shot at this shit a couple years ago. <laughs> Obviously, didn't happen last year. I am looking this but, up right now, dude. But people don't. People don't understand how extra fucking like Jamaicans and Caribbeans fucking get around Labor Day. Dude, I tweeted out that I saw a Can-Am spider with a roll cage. And people were like, that's bullshit. You didn't see that. And I was like, dude, you do not. People from not not from New York do not get how fucking extra Caribbean motherfuckers get at the end. Because that's it. They're, they're a summer people. So when the summer ends and they live in the States, they're like, we got to get it in, dog. I'm talking about motherfuckers outside doing wheelies on Can-Am spiders with roll cages. Like, it's Dog, a Can-Am spider with a roll cage? Dude, that's it. You've been to my neighborhood. My neighborhood is, like, only, like, half Caribbean, and it's fucking nuts. That's essentially a doom buggy. Yeah. The people, motherfuckers are on three-wheel doom buggies fucking in these streets. And it's already motorbikes every fucking where in the city right now, Mike. Dog, a three-wheel doom buggy sounds fucking tight. It sounds very dangerous. I'm following Creed, son. If I got a three-wheel buggy with a fucking roll cage? Dude, motherfuckers oh. have... But it is kind of funny. It's like, it is... These motherfuckers will have a Can-Am spider with a roll cage, doors on it, speaker... I'm like, just get a car! <laughs> like, do you really need your girl to be hugging you all the time? Would he just get a two-seater? That does sound nice. I mean, I guess it's kind of comforting. It's kind of adorable. I, I I do realize I just I just called this thing like ridiculously. It was just like that is kind of a sweet. Imagine you're driving your car and you're just feeling instead and of a backrest. And you're just feeling love. Me. And you're just feeling yeah, man. And love and titty meat. By that point, it's gonna be like ninety nine percent titty meat. It's really just gonna be pasties at that point. That's Labor Day. It's the end of the summer. <sighs> they gotta put the titties away the next day. She's gonna be having. You gotta put a henna tattoo on like your back. That's like yo, if you can read this. <laughs> Play, just place titties here, just like a placemat for titties. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just have like, yo, and like make her feel special, do the outline of her titties. That's your rough and rowdy tattoo for your back. <sighs> place titties here on your back. I think we'd be out of action for a while, doggy. Oh, yeah. People don't know. Mike fucked his leg up. This is something we gotta talk about because you fucked your ankle up. Now, what exactly happened? I stepped off of a uh, dining structure, an outdoor dining structure, uh -huh. and so one of these patios, one of these wood patios outside yeah, in Manhattan. You know, yeah, it was about like six inch raised up off the ground. I took a step off, didn't process that like, you know, I was like, there's like a step there. You know what I mean? So like I already was coming off the... the but you know, everybody misses a step. You usually can catch yourself. I was coming off the dining structure, honestly, with like too much force already. Um, you might not want to... Uh... No, no, but here's the problem I have, right? It wouldn't have mattered if there was sidewalk there. There wasn't sidewalk there. Instead, there was a caved in oh. like piece of sidewalk. So the part of the air where my like my foot should have touched the ground, instead it touched thin air, went down into the crack of uh -huh. like a broken sidewalk. My foot fell in there perfectly, uh, leveraged <sighs> the rest of my body, and just crumpled. Yeah, you were all... in the you were in the ER all day, right? I was in the ER all day Wednesday. You're walking around in a boot. Fucking Mike's taking Oxycontin and shit. It's fucked up. I had crutches for two days. It was a goddamn nightmare. The racehorse came by and ate all my perks. Yeah, I mean, look, he, I'm glad he's not here because that motherfucker is just, he was, he came to the show last night at Old Man Hustle and he was like, the racehorse was leaned out last night. It was a problem. I, he kept waking up and being like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, there's a show going on and you gotta calm down. It was the black ass comedy show. It, yeah. And so if anybody should have respected the show. Everybody should go check out that black ass comedy show. It's five dollars. Fucking Dave Temple and Derek Gaines hosting that shit. Fucking killed it last night. No need for apologies. Presents black ass comedy show at Brooklyn Comedy Club. That is what a else lot are of you words. doing? It's word soup right there. But just go. It's five dollars. I've talked to a couple of Notes of Goons fans. They've been there every single week. Really? Yeah. How come they don't say hi to me? They're starstruck. People are strange. Literally, I had one of them who was asking me questions about producing last night, and I was like, just just DM me, and I'll answer all your questions. I just can't do it right. He's like, you're working. I don't want to DM you. I'm like, that's what DMs are for. Yeah. I'll get to them when I get to yeah, them. That's what, it's an inbox, and then you eventually respond, and then it's in the outbox. Like, that's what an inbox, that's what, like, remember when they had analog inboxes in offices? Yeah. That's literally what it is. You put something in the inbox while somebody's doing something else, so that they don't have to even look up from the work they're doing. They just... Notice that you've placed a thing in the inbox. They know that they have to get to that when they're done with their task. It's to keep people on task. That's the whole point. Yeah. It's, if, I, people are retarded. Motherfuckers just can't understand. So he just wanted to keep talking to you instead of shooting you a DM that you totally would have answered. Yeah. No, and like, and, and it was, he was talking to me about not wanting to talk to me. It was, 
This is a weird thing. Insane. He was like, man, I don't want to. I don't want to bother you. I'm like, dude, just DM me. He's like, no, man, you're in the middle of a thing. I don't want to talk. I'm just trying. I don't want to interrupt you, man. You're doing. You're fucking out here making moves, baby. Like he was trying to get. Like he was like hype manning me up, which is dope. Is this a white guy? Uh, questionable. A questionable white. No, no, no. Like it's. I'm questioning whether or not he was like white or some kind of Latinx. Oh, I know the kid. He was wearing a mask. No. No. He had like uh he's he he's some sort of Latin. Right? I know the kid. He came in with um he came in with some of those other kids. No, it's just it's him and his boy. They've been there every weekend. Yeah, yeah. He, him I know. I, I see him around a lot. Yeah. Uh he yeah, he's he's good. He should just DM you. Weird cat. I know you're listening. I know you're listening. I don't I can't know. think of his name. I cannot think of your first name right now, and I feel terrible. We've and met- you always bust my balls about not remembering your says, first name. Says what up to me every time I see Every him. time. Nicest guy. Just DM me, bro. You know, we were fucking busy. The racehorse was all fucking doped out of his fucking Yo, face on perks. he kept eating perks and clopping around. It was fucking ridiculous, Mike. It was ridiculous. So I'm out of action for a bit. Not going to be seeing these fucking titties out in these streets. It's a goddamn nightmare. But. That's a damn shame. Can we commit to West Indian uh, Parade live broadcast? I, w- you know what we can do is I can get. I'm going to try to get Bronx Johnny out of his house, <gasps> and we will bring the Zoom recorder and do just audio like we did at Pickle Fest. I'll try to get either – there's no way I'm going to be able to get Paperface because his wife is going to be cooking a lot on Labor Day because they're West Indian. That's the guy to go with. That's the dude. We can't – all right, like how much do we have to – we got 7 billion listeners. How much would they need to throw, like, I could, on Venmo to get PayPal? I could probably pay him 50 bucks. I could probably just throw him 50 <laughs> bucks. In all honesty. <laughs> if he, no, like, it, it's literally a thing where, like, his wife will just be like, you can, like, you know, he's got the two kids. And it's it's literally, like, if, as long as I could prove he's getting paid. So if I just Venmo him 50 bucks and I'm, like, four Labor Day broadcast, he could be like, look, Fega, Venmo me 50 bucks. <laughs> I got to go do this job. Because he's... Just like an art, she's a head nurse. She's and you can write that off on your taxes later. I, I absolutely can write that off as a guest as a guest fee. How great is our job? It's, Just write off chilling with you boys. Yeah, it's not really a job. It's bizarre how this works. We're, it is. You're, I mean, you're making more money. You're going to make more money this year than you've made in the last eight years, right? Dude, I was thinking about that. Honestly, I, I, I hate to get like real for even a second, but I was thinking about that the other day. I, I celebrated like my four-year Twitter anniversary, which is my like unofficial reminder. Like, oh, yeah, this is when you started working for these monsters. Um, and it's like, I don't know. I remember getting that notification two years ago when I was like homeless uh, in a subway station, and I had no idea where I was going to sleep that night. So like, you know, I had a packed fucking two shows at a comedy club that I booked last. I don't know. It was just... Yeah. Really got me. So... Yeah. That's great. I mean, look. Fucking things happen. Things turn around for people. Uh, sometimes you stay the course. Sometimes you don't stay the course. You broke the course at a point, and now you're having... You're, you know, it took a... You went off course for a few years, and then now you're gonna you're about to have a great year doing exactly what you want to be doing, which is kind of what we're supposed to be talking about on the shows like this. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Everybody fucking... Just strive for the fucking shit you want to fucking do. Um... Couple of things we got to talk about real quick, and this is a silly thing. Um, I did a show Friday night at this place, Pinkies, which I love the vibe of this place. It's this weird art space on um, First and First, and they uh, they serve drinks. It's only outside, and they have like a celebrity chef. The food is great. Uh, they do comedy shows there, and you can like just buy a canvas and paint. Ooh, there it's it, dude. I was we were we were doing uh, we were there. I was there Saturday too. And I, I looked at my buddy Mike, and I was just like, this feels like the Lower East Side in the late 90s. Like, this part of the Lower East Side. Not like uh, Alphabet City or whatever. But, like, there was, like, all these weird art spaces in the Lower East Side. I've talked about it before. We talked about when I had Dork on the show. Uh, like, a bunch of his buddies just got Red Bull sponsorships to have galleries and stuff. It, it, it literally had that – that place has that kind of vibe. So I'm there Friday night. Uh, I'm booked on a show. Our buddy Miles was producing a show. Now, the, the the pretext for this show, Dalton was there, too. I was hanging out with him. And uh, the pretext for this show was uh, he messaged Michael Che on Instagram and was like, hey, by chance, do you want to do this show? Che screenshots the message, puts it on his story, uh, and uh, says, fuck it, why not? Based off that, this same kid, Miles, Miles Toe, uh, and Lawrence, who is that's the the kid who the, the kids who were fucking with Andrew Yang <laughs> a few weeks ago, is who essentially threw this show, and 
because of that, they got to, they booked Jordan Rock on the show. They told me to come by and fucking they, they, it was a good show. It was a great show. It's pouring rain. People were there uh, from California. <laughs> Because of Michael Che's Instagram story, <laughs> people bought plane tickets from California <laughs> to come sit in the rain outside in the Lower East Side to watch comedy. Because that's the power of fucking Saturday Night Live. As much as we all call it a bit, like whatever we say, all the shit talk that people do about Saturday Night Live, that's how powerful that show still is. Is that literally an Instagram story made a hundred people stand outside in the rain this Friday to watch comedy? There's only one problem with this story, Mike. Michael Che didn't come to the show. Oh, how is that a problem? I mean, not for me. I went, I knew what was going to happen. Miles was like, when do you want to go up? And I was like, right after Jordan Rock, when these people are still hyped. <laughs> I fucking leaned into a nice little spot, baby. Hell yeah. Dude, it was fucking great. And then, like, it, it's, here's what is actually funny that happens, though. He got disappointed, like, really, and people started to get disappointed. And, like, the owners, like, had a gift for him. Like, they really thought this was going to, like, I, as soon as I saw that, when he was like, yeah, you could come through for that show. And I was like, all right. I, like, did not. He just threw you off. Like, that's, that's a massive show for Miles. I think somebody that isn't me that's one of his closer boys canceled. Okay. And I saw him the night before, and he was like, somebody canceled. You want to come? And I was like, who the fuck cancels on a show like that? That's crazy. Dude, it was fucking great. It was if it was nice out, that would have been the most fun show I've done in months. I mean, it's hands down. Mazel, and it was still pretty close. Dude, Mazel to to Miles. Yeah, it was a great show. He did a great job. Good dude. Yeah. Um so Jay doesn't show up. Now, we go over to there's this bar Sour Mouse that those guys put me onto. I don't so, know why you're blowing up their spot. That's crazy. Huh? Why would you blow up like the Comic Hang bar? No, it's like a scene in there. Okay. The shows they have shows there now. Okay. Like it's uh it, it it's a popping I from what I understand, that's the bar comics go to that they don't talk about. Kinda like the bar that, you know, used well, to be next to well, another guess, comedy club. Well I guess I guess somebody's gonna have to No, 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 no. You broke the unwritten rule. I had no idea. I'm leaving it in. If people want to fucking hang, that's where they go. This is the first time hearing that. I've only ever been in there with those kids. Okay. A couple times. It's a um, fucking fun little bar. It is a fun little bar. Uh, if you're coming to New York and you want to fucking just, that's your notes of a goon tip. Yeah. Sit to 7 billion people that listen to the show every week. It's fucking sick, dude. Um, the entire country of India is going to be there next week. Just letting them in um, on the secret. I mean, yeah, people are flying in for Instagram stories, but think about what people are going to do. For this, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> you want to play pool with Michael Che? Yeah. So I walk into the pool hall, and who do I see? I see, uh, I see Kim Congdon and... And Becky, right? And right. They, You're good friends. Yeah. And they, so I hung. I was like, oh, hey. And I was, I was shooting pool with Kim and Becky's husband. And they were hanging out. Che was in the corner. Oh, Michael Che was there. He was there that night. Oh, you don't say. I don't say, Mike. And uh, uh, came over. And uh, I immediately brought up the fact that he probably should just came to that thing. Oh, oh, you told him what he should have done. I didn't say that. I was like, I was like, hey, dude, I was just at that thing at Pinky's. It was actually pretty fun. It was like raining and stuff. And he was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Here's the thing, though, Mike. <laughs> I know he knows what I'm talking about because while I can agree that maybe he didn't read his Instagram DMs from Miles, Jordan Rock texted him. <laughs> I'm pulling up everybody's spot, Mike. Okay. Uh, so I feel, like, I feel like it was like a thing that he knew about. It was just like, I'm not going to this bullshit show, which is like, fine. You still made it a good show. It was fun. Uh, and then he was just like, uh, uh, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And then... Uh, they all immediately left, including my good friends who said nothing goodbye, said no goodbyes to me. Okay. Um, first and foremost, mm -hmm. uh, great job. No, no, the exact no. opposite. Yeah, I, I should have. I had to say something, right? You one hundred percent had to. It w I would not have been myself if I didn't say. I had to say something to Michael Che. Look, Miles Toe uh -huh. did you a massive favor, right? Putting you on a fucking great show. Yeah. I, I do think that. Yes. Lawrence did the same. Like, those guys hooked you up. Uh -huh. You, not being a climber bitch... Uh, had to say something. Had to say something, because those are your boys. Now, do I, now by doing that, though, do I make Kim look bad? Because that's also a dick. Make who? Kim. She's fine. I don't I don't think you get associated with, with Kim in that. Like, okay. Che knows Kim outside of you. Yeah, that's true. That's um, true. They have their own relationships. I don't think you have to worry about that. Mm -hmm. Um... No, I, I think what it comes down to is like you were loyal to people who can never help you again, likely. No, uh, no definitely. I couldn't believe they could help me once. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I don't know. Dude, fucking Miles might have something. We'll see. Um, but like to 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 completely burn a bridge uh, with somebody who could help you drastically, but won't. No. Yeah, yes. that's the thing. It's like, did I even really burn the bridge? He was pretty twisted. I'm just a white guy. We all look the same to them. It's fair. Um, no, no, that's not true. Actually, Che somehow remembers me every time. Says hello to me. He by probably name. thought I was you. He. You know what? That's a compliment. <laughs> um, no, but the uh, no the the point I wanted to make. Uh, so re- you know, very like it's a fucking real move by you. Mm-hmm. It's a good dude thing to do. Hundred um, percent stand by that. I also have it's intel. on brand. It's very on brand. Um, your approach was dog shit. Of course it was. That's my approach. No, so this is what I'm trying to like. I'm trying to give a note to the goon. Okay, if you will. I will take that because here's this is actually what I need because we I, we've we've heard the story on the air before about Brian Redband telling me I could never do anything in L.A. because I'm too intense or whatever. Fuck that guy. <sighs> Brian Redband is one of the nicest people I've ever met. I don't I know how start, you have beef with Redband. I, I don't have beef with Redband. I did start slugging shots of tequila right in his fucking face, telling him let's get to the bottom of this stuff. <sighs> I'm glad fucking Mark Randon broke his leg the next year. I'm I'm not. I feel so bad about it. It's the one. It's the number one thing I have against fucking Random. Honestly, he's a very sweet boy. Outside of the fact that he attacked the nicest guy in comedy, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a fucking asshole. Um, but the uh, no. So here's my here is the 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 thing. The way I would have played it mm-hmm. right is lean into Chase's sensibility of it being fucking hilarious. I was kind of trying to do that. I wouldn't. I, if I was you, I would have approached it, been like, "Dude, that was fucking great." Did I you know? I should have just said, "Dude, the thing you did tonight was hilarious." Yes. And then he would have been like, "What?" That's what I should have done. I kind of realized that afterwards. You got to understand something, Mike. I had been drinking for about four hours at this point. Mm-hmm. The only reason why we were in was that it a bar hat sideways was your hat sideways. I was in it. I was. Uh, I was. I got. I had Dalton drinking with me, and uh, he he just started drinking. He wasn't drinking. Dalton's boozing again. He literally was like, "I'm not drinking." I bought a twelve pack, and he was like, "I'm not drinking." And then all of a sudden, he was drinking different drinks. He was. He had like a large hard seltzer, and he was like, "Yeah, I haven't drank in a minute." And I was like, "Well, this is gonna turn out poorly." I didn't give him any beers. He just started drinking. Okay. Um. But yeah, I think that was. I think that was the problem. Was my approach. You're right. I'm a little. I can be a little abrasive at times because you know what it is. I sometimes, Mike. This is the actual issue. I forget what I look like, often. How? I. I'm, you look in the mirror all the time. I fucking handsome. You're right? on camera looking at yourself right now. Well, I like to know where I where I'm positioned in the room. Um, but I forget my size often. I forget like what I look like and sound like. Like I uh, I got into a thing with a friend once where I was just like roughhousing with him and he's like dude you can't just do that you're like a lot bigger than me and i was like i am and then like two days later we were on the train and i caught a glimpse of us in the window and i was like oh man i'm like fucking way bigger than this kid you really do have body dysmorphia huh i don't know what i look like mike yeah you're a giant you're a massive human being i'm not a massive human being i'm six feet tall look at your arms they're short they're short arms no they're fucking shut up you got fucking popeye hammers under there oh yeah sure they, they, there's that what are we talking about here? I forget. I'm telling you, I forget. I, I still think of myself as like a 13-year-old boy. That is... It's, that I says know, so it's so much. It says I know. so much. I know, Mike. Uh, yeah, uh, I know. Everybody else is like, you're like a hard, boozing, angry dude. And I'm like, really? I mean, I do remember the, like, the one time I thought I had a problem with you. When you called me over a simple miscommunication, right? Uh-huh. We were like going back and forth via text. Then you called me, and I was like... Oh, Chris Chris wants to beat the shit out of me. Like, I was certain that you actually wanted to harm me next time I saw you and came up to you with, like, a pit in my stomach of, like, there's a chance he's going to hit me right now, but I got to have this conversation. Uh-huh. And you were like, oh, I completely forgot. Like, I, I just wanted to make sure that this was scheduled. I, Yeah. There was no malice. Well, and no, I if like, I call somebody, <laughs> it's just because I literally, that's a different issue. I have this, this fucking crazy thing where, like, I can't concentrate on that. Texting fucks me up because yeah. I can't concentrate on anything while I'm waiting for something else to be resolved. So that's why I will always call. Right. Because I think that's what it was. It was like we were shooting text, then immediately I got the call, and I was like, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. You came out of the gates hot. No. You were like, nah, I was just in the middle of lifting. 
Yeah, that's definitely what it was. You, uh, <laughs> which, funnily enough, is you called me yesterday and you just were like doggy, and I was like, I just have this memory of like pissing off uh, the only famous person who's still nice to everybody that works here, uh, <laughs> and I just go, I go, oh no. Am I not allowed to work anymore? <laughs> is, Mike, is Mike telling me I'm fired from comedy? And I, and I just called you immediately, and you were like, no, dude, it's good news. And I was like, oh, all right. You just told me the show was sold out last night? I was like, oh, great. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that sucks, because I actually had a brain fart, and I had like typed out that text and just forgot to hit send. And then I looked. I was like, oh, I never sent the follow-up that... It was good news, and you were calling me like. Rah, 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 rah. I was lifting. <laughs> I was I was like really hyped up. Okay, so what I did want to get across to you, Chris, is that I have information that you don't have, oh, which yeah. is uh, Kim Kong was in a fucking big rush to get out of that bar and onto the next bar, and not wasting her night hanging out with fucking boring comics playing pool. I'm not boring. Yeah, yeah, you are compared to what she wanted to be doing. Getting dick and fucking coke? No, it was just a Friday night. She was like, we're in a bar that's playing like bad 90s music and my friends are playing pool. Like, I'm in New York for a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go someplace that has good music and fucking... Oh, so she was trying to get them to all bounce. She was like, yeah, let's go have a fucking night out in New York, you motherfuckers. I feel way less shitty. Also kind of like like I'm not really friends with Kim. She could have just said, gotta go. Nah, she was. Here's she, the thing. No, she was in a bag. No, 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 no. So not only was Kim drunk, she was also in the mood where she was like Kim drunk. Like yep. I am leading the charge. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. we, no, no, I'm no, leaving this bar and you motherfuckers are following me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, you just that makes more sense. Yeah, I was just yeah, also kind of drunk. So yeah, no harm, no foul. Uh, you just you nobody's know, gonna remember this. You know who will remember it? Huh? Lawrence, Miles. Yeah, those guys will remember it. Real ass. And you know something? They deserve that. You know what? I feel good about myself now. Moving on. John Cena's a fucking bitch, Mike. Woo! <laughs> I fucking... I'm about, I'm about to cut a promo staring down the fucking barrel at that son of a bitch. I'm fucking furious about this. If you don't know by now, uh, John Cena is in Fast and the Furious 9, which... All right, do we? Is The Rock that mad at Vin Diesel? They had to go get John Cena to be in Fast and the Furious fucking nine. What the fuck are we doing? So basically, here's the thing: uh, he called he the movie is releasing for some reason first in Taiwan. It's the first place you'll be able to see the movie in a theater. Uh, it's not th- fair. It isn't fair. I know you're very upset about that, Mike. I know you're a big Fast and the Furious fan. Um, but so they're doing this whole thing, and. Uh, he says uh, he says on the air in Mandarin, you know, uh, not his first language, uh, that he says, uh, you can't see me except you can see me only in the country of Taiwan. Uh, and China doesn't take – first of all, I've been meaning to talk – have we talked a little bit about Taiwan in the last couple of weeks? No, right? No, what's going I've on? I've been reading about Taiwan a bit. Uh, Taiwan is going to be the reason World War III happens. I'm convinced of this. Now, do you know that there's a microchip shortage – on the planet Earth? Did not know that. Okay. Uh, there's a microchip shortage on the planet Earth, and the number one microchip uh, uh, builder in the world is in Taiwan. It's called the... Uh, I know the uh, stock ticker is TAMSC. Just pull it up. Uh, all cap, pull, Put all caps into... Uh, T-A-M-S-C? Google. T-M-S-C. All caps. And ticker. It'll come up. It's a... It's a Tai. I think it might just be the Taiwan Microchip Semiconductor Company. Um... Yeah, TSMC. Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company. There you go. They make, uh, basically, um, <clears throat> Apple fucks with, decided to fuck with them instead of Intel, and they've overtaken Intel in making this. And there's already a shortage on this stuff uh, in the world as it is. Like, this is the new oil. Dog, $1.33 trillion? Oh, oh the market cap. Taiwanese right? dollars. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. They have a trillion dollar market cap. That's yeah. crazy. No, but. yeah, but no, there the company's actually probably a little bit overvalued. But what's crazy is like, so it's like to say like this is go- like how great is it if John Cena is what really sparks off World War Three? You know what I mean? Hell yes, dude, dude, that's such a good heel turn, bro. Dog, the heel turn we've wanted <laughs> dude, for fuck, 20 years. Dude, fuck the New World Order. No World Order. Just nukes going off. <laughs> Dog. Yo, that's how John Cena just overtakes The Rock. That's how he overtakes Austin, Stone Cold. Yeah. That's how, how he, he overtakes Hogan. That's how he uh, 
That's how he gets his face on the Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling champions, by uh, making sure that Mount Rushmore gets nuclear bombs. (laughs) (laughs) How sick would it be if we just rebuilt Mount Rushmore? And it was just Cena and Xi Jinping? (laughs) (laughs) So he had to apologize. Do you have the video? I forget what he said. So Cena actually learned, it's a funny thing, where it's like, I watched some pundits talking about this, and they were like, I don't know why John Cena knows Mandarin. John Cena actually knows Mandarin because of when the WWE pushed into China. Oh. So he's no it's not like he learned Mandarin for Fast 9. He knows Mandarin because uh I guess Vince McMahon told him like, "Hey, we're going to need you to do some press tours of China," and he just decided to learn Mandarin. Like John Cena is actually kind of an impressive dude. I mean, look, you got to be pretty impressive to start World War 3. I I couldn't well, yeah. I'm just trying to think. Fran, I, I was trying to think, like, yeah, the Archduke started World War. He was an Archduke. Dude, yeah. He wasn't a 14-time world champion. That's true. Dog, See, who are you taking in a cage match? Two rumbles. The man's beaten Brock Lesnar. Had a program with Jon Stewart. There you go. He's beaten everybody. He's beaten The Rock. He's beaten CM Punk. He went back in time he did, and yeah. fought the NWO with Bray Wyatt. That's true. He did do that. He's a time traveler. Maybe that's why it's all going south for John Cena. Maybe. but so Maybe. I really firmly believe, though, Taiwan will be the reason there's a World War III, just in general. But let's watch this video fucking... I think this is... A, honestly, this is a major bitch move. Can I just point out? Uh-huh. He starts the apology before he even starts speaking. Look at that haircut. It's the official Chinese haircut. <laughs> that is definitely the haircut of communism. <laughs> 你好,中国,就是叫西呢,我必须说现在,在速度与剧情中。He's wearing the, that shirt is the color of communism. I'm, I'm, I'm looking in the corner for the star. I didn't realize this was going to have subtitles I could read, Mike. Hold on, pause this, pause this. Here's how you know you're talking to a country that's an autocracy. The only word in English is information. (laughs) But here's how much, look, John Cena, I'm going to just throw this out there. But the whole Taiwan thing is insane. Do you know a little bit about this? No. So Taiwan won its independency uh, 80 years ago, Mike. And China's just like, no, they're a rogue province. It's been 80 fucking years, guys. So, like, their civil war, essentially, is still going on. Dude, they're basically China's Palestine. You know what I mean? Like, it's like they split off from China, and they're their own shit, except, like, they're, nothing's happening. And China's like, no, you're not. Yeah, dude, that, how fucking, like, weird is that? That they're just, like, they get, like, the Chinese people that live in the mainland get offended if you call Hong Kong its own place, if you call fucking Taiwan its own place. It's like... I, guys, they don't speak the same language as you. They have a completely different currency and economy, and they're self-governed. Dude, that's fuck. And then, and then Chinese people are like, "Stop being such a dick!" Like, imagine, like, think about that. Like, Chinese people think you're insulting them. Like, if you say this country that is a country uh, is in fact a country, China's just like, "Why are you so fucking racist?" <laughs> like, think about how fucking crazy that is. Dude, that's great. You can just troll them. You don't, like, have to say any bit. Ba- just, Taiwan is a country, Taiwan is a country, Taiwan is a country, Hong Kong is oh, a country. Fuck that. Just get a fucking Taiwan stamp in your passport and show it to them. <laughs> that's the middle finger in China. Like That's pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, hell yeah. I like that their fucking Achilles heel is just that out in the open. I think they feel that way about Singapore, too, right? I don't know. I believe so. And Singapore, Singapore has, like... Singapore actually China, though? No. Hong Kong is actually China. No, I thought Hong Kong was... It was British, but they're supposed to be turning it over to China. It's yeah, but they haven't yet, right? The tra- no, they have turned it over, but the tra- it was supposed to be a slow governmental transition. It's just the Chinese keep speeding it up. That's what the protests are about. So instead of taking 100 years to transition back into being Chinese, they're just kind of like, no, 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 it's been 50 years. Come on. No, it hasn't been 50. It's, oh, it's been, been like, like 20. 20. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it was in the James Bond movie. Well, I also remember, I remember when it happened. Yeah, it was like, like I said, it was a, it was a plot in a James Bond, a Pierce Brosnan James Bond movie in like the 90s. Oh. That like the ticking clock was when the British handed over Hong Kong oh. and James Bond would no longer have jurisdiction there. 
That's that actually is. It was pretty fucking sick. Actually, it was like a really good concept for a James Bond. That's movie. That's a great concept for a James Bond movie. <laughs> Shit. Um. So I think yes. it was the one with Terry Hatcher. Oh, I didn't see that one. The, the yeah, that's not Goldeneye. The only one I saw was Goldeneye. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. The Happy Barry one was all right. They had an invisible car. I'm just not a huge James Bond guy. It's just like I get it, bro. You like drinking? Like all right. Like fucking drinking hot chicks, I'm killing saying, people, shoot some shit up, a playing bit. baccarat. I, he kind of rules, dude. He kind of rules, but it's just so fucking pomp. Like it's just like, come on, dude. Yeah, I guess the Pierce Brosnan one was a little bit fucking posh. Yeah, Daniel he, Craig's more like, I grew up in the streets of London, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw some of Cas- Casino Royale, and I was like, oh, I kind of fuck with this. Maybe I should give these a shot. But even like the old ones, the Sean Connery ones, like they're all right. Like I'm not a big James Bond guy. Nah, Sean Connery one was kind of tight. He was like, yo, he'll pop a bitch. Like, yo, uh, chicks just wouldn't get lippy with that James Bond, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's pretty good. You don't, <laughs> you get pistol whipped with a golden gun, but then the cigar case falls off at the bottom. <laughs> Like, <laughs> you just break your gun, pistol whip at a woman. Dude, it's a golden gun. They're very malleable. It's true. Um, so, what the fuck was I going to say? Oh. John S- Cena, World S- War Three. Singapore is the same shit. They're just, they have their own stock exchange. They're, they're, they're not China. I'm just saying, look, the Chinese are fucking, this is a ridiculous slight. This is a ridiculous, and it's ridiculous for John Cena to apologize. A pro wrestler apologize. Dude, this is worse than when Sergeant Slaughter sided with the Iranians. We can all agree on that, right? Dog. It's the same level. It's like when fucking Hacksaw Jim Duggan came out with Canadian colors. Exactly. You don't want that. This is this is traitor shit. John Cena is the most American wrestler of the last twenty years. This is a massive. I dude, you didn't realize it, right? It, it, it's, it's crazy. He broke the news about Osama bin Laden being killed. Oh yeah, pull that up. Pull that up. They that John Cena is the closest thing to John Wayne that exists in this country right now, or he was. I don't remember fucking John Wayne played Genghis Khan who killed a bunch of Chinese people. Dog, I'm genuinely upset at this. It's it's upsetting. I just want to remember him like this forever. Yeah, let's watch this quick video. He didn't even have a fucking match this night. No, they brought him out. They First of all, they brought out shirtless Cena to be like, now play this. Out here every night with hustle, loyalty, respect on my sleeve. That is a credo I have adopted from the men and women who defend the freedom of this country. I don't believe that is... You just played a character called the Marine, John. We Hustle, loyalty, and respect isn't what... And yeah. compromise to a permanent end, Osama bin Laden. I just got goosebumps watching this again. And I didn't grow up as a John Cena fan. Dog, I'm about to have fucking... I'm about to cry. He's got the championship belt standing on the announce table. He didn't even get in the ring. He needed to talk to the people. He needed to be close to them. He couldn't, he couldn't have a cage between them. This is something tonight. But I feel damn proud to be an American. That man apologized to communist China yesterday. What happened, John? What happened? He could have fucked every woman in that room. All right, pause this. Here's a quick aside. Fucking, uh, the day they killed Osama bin Laden was right after my high school reunion, and we just happened to be drinking in South Korea Seaport, so we got to go down to where the World Trade Center used to be. And we got drunk with that crowd of people down there. And somebody played that promo from Extreme Rules over a loudspeaker, and literally a bunch of jaded New Yorkers applauded John Cena. And he apologized to communist China over Taiwan, which will be my prediction, if I had to bet on it, the cause of World War III. John Cena is the biggest heel in the history of Earth. 
All right, maybe Hitler. But he's on the Mount Rushmore of heels now. We've established that. He let me down. I'm genuinely upset. Mike is crying. You let me down, John. John, why would you do this to Mike? You let us all down. Let me tell you something. Put this fucking camera on. John Cena. You do not make my producer cry. I'm going to tell you this right now, John. We met one time. And I'm going to tell you this. Uh, I don't give a fuck where Bumpy Knuckles is. I'm fucking you up, John. No championships. No cage. No ring. No one makes my producer cry except me and maybe Lewis. John Cena. It's hands on sight. Moving on. You hear about this fucking Belarus thing, bro? No, it happened in Belarus. Dude, it's crazy. Dude, you know about this guy? His name is like Lumashenko. He's not like the boxer. It's a different fucking spelling. Mm. This guy is a fucking badass, dude. He's got like six terms in office. Um, fucking. So basically what happened was the uh, uh, Alexander Lukashenko. This guy is a beast. Basically, they were like, yo, he came into office completely, completely fucking. They were like, yeah, this is a fake election. He was like, no, it's not. <laughs> he was like, he was like, I tell you what, we're going to write a new constitution. And as soon as it uh, goes into effect, I'll resign. Uh, he gets to decide when it goes into effect. He then signed a law saying that all of his boys, if I get shot, all of my boys, the security council, that's the name of his crew, the security council, <laughs> his boys get to be fucking president instantly if he gets shot. That's a hell of a poison pill. Dude, this guy, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like, hey, uh, I'm, he's just, he's a hydra. You, yeah. know, you kill him and he's got six boys. <laughs> like, he's a fucking hydra. Dude, so basically what happened was there was this dude who was like a, a, a journalist that was, first of all, a legitimate journalist on Telegram. Uh, what's the guy's name? He was a, is a Wait, Ryan, what? Yeah, he was a legitimate journalist, and they have apparently- On the, Telegram? Dude, the pirate radio, that's how fucking hood Belarus is. Dude, let me bring you some of these things that this guy said during the coronavirus. Um, it's fucking hilarious. He literally was just like, nah, it's fa- he, he's, he maintains currently. Belarus still had soccer games. They still had a soccer league running during the entire packed stadiums during the whole coronavirus. Um, this guy rules. Uh, the pandemic was a frenzy, was a frenzy and a psychosis. Um, he said that because he was a key, he said, oh, working the tractors, drinking vodka, and going to saunas can prevent people from infection from the virus. That is the most Eastern European possible thing to say. Woo! Uh, here's the actual quote. People are working in tractors. No one's talking about the virus. There, the tractor will heal everyone. The fields heal everyone. I don't drink, but recently I've been saying people should not only wash their hands with vodka, but also poison the virus with it. You should drink the equivalent of 40 to 50 milliliters of rectified spirit daily. He did then uh, correct himself and say, but not while you're working the tractors. God. This guy fucking rules. He kind of fucking rules. So, like, <laughs> this guy is the Florida man. He's Florida man, but in charge of a bunch of crazy Russians. Fellow Russians are just Russians. Dude, Eastern Europe Florida man is my favorite dictator. Dude, can we also just talk about fucking Be- the country of Belarus and, like, how you just, like, Russian chicks are hot, and then you just put, like, the Italian word for beautiful in front of Russian, and it's just like, huh, I'm gonna fuck with this. Hell yes. Um, okay, what was that? What was that thing we were looking for in the overthrow? Oh, coup cast, coup cast. That was it. But no, nah, this guy's not getting a coup. So basically, a coup failed against him a few years back. Like the uh, the KGB came out, was just like, or whatever the equivalent of the KGB in Russia was, just like, oh yeah, somebody, some guys tried to have a, coup, and then their security force just killed them. Like it was, it was like not even fucking close. But he's like, dude. Apparently, he's like, people. He's like. They sodomize motherfuckers for talking against this guy in Belarus. Like, they, like, legit, like, fuck people up in this country over this fucking dude. Like, so this journalist who uh, runs this fucking Telegram channel, which is like, you know, it's like pirate radio over there now, is fucking Telegram. Um, They fuck. he was getting out of the country in a plane, and they just, like, he wasn't even in Belarus. They just flew, they flew over Belarus. So the army... Sent an F-16 up to suggest that they uh, land the plane because there was a bomb. They had intelligence that there was a bomb on the plane from this company Ryanair. It was a commercial jetliner. It's not like it was a private jet. Okay. 
Ryanair, that sounds, isn't that the like Spirit Airlines of Ireland? I mean, Ryan, yeah, it sounds like it should be, right? Like, like just some dude got a couple planes. <laughs> like, like, how you gotta have an airline named after a guy? <laughs> like, it's just a fucking weird thing. But, so yeah, um, I'm trying to find the guy's name. Um, so yeah, they sent a fucking FC, and they're just like, no, nah, bro, we just suggest you land right now. He's like, well, uh, we're on a regular plane that doesn't have missiles on it, so I guess, uh, we're gonna land, and they immediately just got that guy, his wife, and the lap, and like his laptop, and like he's got information against the Belarusian government and all this crazy shit, dude. This guy is wrapped up, and it look we're joke we were make, we were making some jokes that this guy like Lukashenko is not he does not like this is this is you know what it here's the thing of it autocracy is a lot like um it's a lot like addiction, it's hilarious until it isn't, you know what I mean. Like China, not hilarious because it's scary. Right. Just like addiction, it's hilarious. When somebody you know is a drunk or a drug addict, right? It's kind of hilarious until you're like, oh no, like he's ruining his life. You know, like there's like, there's like, like it's this weird like line that gets crossed that you don't even realize got crossed, and you're just like, oh no, this is bad. Why have we been joking about this so long? <laughs> that's just what, that's what autocracies are. That's what, like, that's, and it's just like, dude, we've been making fun of Kim Jong whatever's my whole life. Like, if Kim Il-soon was alive when I was a kid, I would have been making fun of that motherfucker too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and then, but like, then he launches a couple of missiles and we're like, this is serious. <laughs> Meanwhile, fucking the North Korean people are starving to death. Cut. North Korean people have the lowest average height in the world because of malnutrition and we're over here making jokes constantly yeah i mean to be fair we made a whole movie that was a joke about them and got our government hacked uh we made two <laughs> did we team america is also just a two hour long north korea joke oh uh, okay never seen it you never seen team america that one shocks people i know yeah you should you should watch that you think right? it's on hbo max i think it's on netflix Ooh, i watched tonight yeah. uh all right check this out oh it wasn't an mc it was a it was a mig 29 fighter jet to divert the flight as it neared lithuanian border uh ryanair confirmed that the crew had been notified by belarusian air traffic control of potential security threat on board the security threat was not to the plane it was to the president of belarus um this is fucking. It's such a. It's such a crazy story because Mike. Let me ask you. Let Are me, they shooting him out of the air? Um, if if it's about oh, to hit Lithuania, dude, a hundred percent they shoot this guy out of the air. And I guarantee you this. They right shoot now, a commercial airliner out of the air. I think they do. Wow. Because here's the thing. If there was any doubt that they wouldn't, I don't think that they would have landed the plane. I think they have to land the plane because it's like, look, because they know they just give up this guy, and that's. I'll be honest. Like he probably shouldn't have been flying commercial. Not over a, not in a plane that was taking that flight path. How are you? Look, how are you just not figuring? Like, well, no, he's probably trying to get out of the country. I would assume. No, he wasn't in the country. Oh, it just crossed over Belarus. Yeah, and they and they got intelligence. Oh, he's a moron. Yeah, that's, that's on that's on you, Bubba. Yeah, that's on you. Wow. Yeah. Well, here's the other problem. His uh, name is a uh, Roman Protev. His name was Protest Seven. Yeah, he's dead by now. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, what are we talking? about Because this happened here? three days ago, yeah. and we're talking about it. Yeah, I mean, um, he might just be dying under torture right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That is funny when it's abstract. Yeah. I don't know this guy. Not looking up a picture of him. It's not. Then I might get sad. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of him right now. You probably won't get that sad. I mean, his wife's probably getting dismembered in front of him. Right. I don't want to see that picture that you're looking at right now and thinking about this guy watching his wife get killed. Yeah. Like, they're probably taking off her fingers one by one. Mm. Well, she has to beg him for it to stop. And then they're probably putting it in their mouths and stuff, and they're being like, it tastes like her pussy. Oh. That's just adding insult to injury. Yeah, it's pretty gross, right? Yeah. I'm glad I'm not looking at a picture of the guy. You seem unfazed. Yeah, I'm still pretty mad at Cena, though. <laughs> so I did nail it, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, dog, he cheaped out. Oh, really? Ryanair is the southwest of fucking Europe, and this dum-dum... The Telegram channel, by the way, is Nexto, which I feel like we should probably pull some audio from Nexto over the past week and see if it's in English and play it on the show next week. Um, but yeah, it's the cheap... It's, it's cheapo air. That's what it is. What a dumbass. First of all, 
start a GoFundMe. Sure. Get get some Emirates. No one's no one, especially not a Russian, is fucking shooting down an Emirates plane. Hell no, son. Their entire economy is refining oil. You're not shooting down an Emirates plane. Mm-mm. You get you get that. You don't want that heat, dude. You got to get that double decker plane that fucking Jennifer Aniston is always on. You know what I'm saying, dog? You trusted you trusted the Irish to protect you. That's on yeah. you, dum dum. Yeah, yeah. The Irish, the fucking we said we've said this before. The fucking gaslit domestic abuse victims of the fucking world. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, uh, they had your back. Huh? I said, yeah, yeah they got yeah, your back. They got your back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Still kind of worried about British monarchy, but yeah, they got your back over these fucking these fucking autocrats in Eastern Europe. Yeah, sure. Oh, golly. All right, let's move on. All right, we got to go quick because I got to go over the stand. I'm hosting. Oh, later. you're hosting at the stand. I am hosting at the stand. I'm hosting. I'm sorry, I'm cheating on your your, your spot. Oh, Makes yeah. me look better. I have guys who are hosting at the stand hosting at my club pretty much every Sunday for the month of June. Oh yeah. Quick plug, I'll be there with uh, Robbie and Dave two weekends in a row. Yeah, man. The, Dave uh, Smith and Robbie Bernstein, uh, 8 o'clock. Uh-huh. What's, the, what's the dates? It is the first and second Sundays of June, so that is the 6th and the 13th. Should be they, Those should be great shows. If you've never come out to see uh, Robbie and Dave, um, those guys are both in like weirdly savants in their fucking... Even if you have come to see Robbie and Dave, their uh, material churn is second to none of anybody I've ever worked with. Dave, I don't know where he comes up with it. Every time I see him, he has a new 15. It's fucking insane. It's bonkers. Dude, I saw. I went on the road with Dave, and he literally did an hour, and I look at Robbie and go, where did he come up with this hour? He's like, I don't know. We went on the road three weeks later, and he had, without going up again, just watched the tape of that night and fucking fine-tuned 20 minutes. It's like... Those guys, as even if you have seen them before, come out to one of the. You might be able to come out to both, and you'll see something new. Like just come out to a fucking Brooklyn Comedy Club at Old Man Hustle. I'll be there. We'll be hanging out. At least me and Robbie will be hanging out. I'm sure. Like come through, chill with us. Come see the show. Where else are you gonna see two half hour long sets? Great show. What it's is, actually gonna be forty twenty. I think. What? Are, how much do the tickets cost? Uh, I think they are. They're either seventeen or twenty. Twenty dollars. And the drinks in there are cheap. Drinks are pretty fucking cheap. Dude, you can get a natty ice and a shot for six bucks. And I think we're and they, starting they pour heavy. And I think we're starting drink specials that week too for Sunday night. So boom, whoring twenties, baby. Hell yeah, dog. Uh what the fuck were we gonna talk about before we left? Oh. Wait, was there something else I had to say just now? Oh, no, no. But make sure you email the show, askthegoon at gmail.com. Uh we have a thing. Uh, I think we have one, but we're gonna get to it next week. Well, uh hold I got one for you. Do you have one? Yeah. It's not from the Ask the Goon. I searched earlier. There's nothing in there. But okay. I, I personally have an Ask the Goon. Okay. Right? And this is something that I think a lot of people could use your expert take on. Okay. Okay? This is something I've been wondering for a while. Mm-hmm. As somebody who worked in the bar industry for quite some time, the restaurant industry, the service industry, obviously people, you know, the reputation there mm-hmm. is that, you know, the staff gets a little handsy with it, each other. It happens. Right. What is the, what is the actual goon stance on fucking people you work in a bar with. Here is... Okay, so... You trying to fuck the bartender over at... Uh... Chris, this is a hypothetical that I think a lot of people have a lot of questions about. Try, which th- That cute little waitress? A lot of people here? have a lot of questions about this. Is that girl with that, the big titties? That aren't me, uh, that uh, want to know. Um, <laughs> so, here's the thing. Um, here's my policy on this. Don't ever hook up in front of somebody that's not involved in the hookup. If you're going to hook up with somebody at work, particularly in the service industry, just fucking hide it from everyone. It'll get out, but let it get out slowly. This is my actual advice. Uh, if you and also make it fuck, make it fucking worth it. Don't fucking hook up with the girl just because you can, because that's not worth it. If it's a girl who's like, the only reason I can fuck this girl. Is because this fucking, because there's, I mean, let's face it, there's fucking gorgeous girls that work in the service industry in New York City. If your thing is, the only reason I can fuck this girl is because we happen to be hanging out together while people are drinking and we have like a weird adversarial relationship with last call customers and shit. Like, so it's like created this weird bond. Here's the way you do it. 
Um, you hang out late in the venue that they're closing or you're closing, right? Uh, and you just kind of see what happens, and you give her... You, If you're a man and you're hooking up with a woman at work, just in general, she has to have all of the power to let it get out. You get what I mean? Like, you should not even... you. Sh- I mean, tell me. But you should not even tell me. <laughs> um... Like it, you get what I mean. Like it's like you, like that is the real thing about hooking up with somebody at work, especially if you're just hooking up with them and you're not trying to date them. Um, also, don't pretend you're going to date somebody that you're not going to date. That will create a really big animosity in a workplace. I know people who I know girls who have been like, yeah, this dude like gassed me. I was, I was like, I was just trying to get laid, and this dude gassed me up and tell me he's gonna, I was gonna meet his cousins and shit. like, it's like now I just think you're a fucking dick. You could have just had sex with me and then be like, hey, so what's the deal? And I would have been like, no, it's cool. We just had fun. But instead, you started texting me and gassing me up for no reason. And now I'm mad. And like, here's the thing. person I'm talking about was a sane person. Some people are not sane people. Don't gas up a chick you work with after the fact. Be, uh, let her disseminate the information the way she sees fit. And don't comment on it until enough people know where you can't not. Does that make sense? Those are good notes for some people. Does that make sense? I mean, as a partial observer who has no vested interest in this hypothetical question, yes, Chris, it makes a ton of sense. Thank you for the note. All right. Moving on real quick. Pull up the pic. Uh, move on. Pull up the picture of Elliot Page real quick. I got to get the fuck out of here, but pull this picture up. Look at those fucking abs, Mike. Hell yeah. That was a girl a month ago. Look at those... Fu- Dude, we're going on TRT. Dog. It is fucking settled. We are going on TRT. That's the end of the show. Follow me at Chris from BKLYN. Follow Mike at the M Harrington on all the things. Uh, good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me. Yeah.